uh, my little geeklings, and welcome to another episode of Two Geeks, A Talk Movies. I am uh, the gay with a lot to say. The LGBT loves spilled the tea. The queer that brings the fear. John, and with me is... Yes, that's my bad impression. <laughs> <laughs> and with me is not Jo, because she is still off sick, but my co-host from my other podcast, uh, Midnight Movie Mania, Spike. Hi there. <laughs> I don't, right I, don't have a sign, I need to have a sign on of some sort. I don't know. I was thinking about last night. The nice guy that is by. There you go. <laughs> right then, tonight we are doing one of my favourite B movies, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, which turns, I believe, 35 this year. And I am stunned at that. A 1988. So that's that's why my math is wrong. It's thirty-five years. <laughs> um, no, anyway, right. Um, like I say, I'm have seen the thing dozens. I mean, dozens of times. I love this movie. I mean, um, but I first saw this back in the late nineties because Elvira, because we don't have horror hosts in Britain. Oh uh, really? No, no, we that's don't. Bad. Um, and I think it was Channel Four or Channel Five had a late night. Horrorathon and Avira was the host. It must have been about 97 to 8. And it's enough like introduced to this and boom, I was hooked. And I went, <laughs> I wanna be I wanna be this. So hmm. <laughs> So when did you first see Elvira? Uh the first time I saw Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, was uh yesterday. No, I'll talk about the I, actual character of Ira. Oh, the, the the actual character? Oh, gosh. Early on. Early on. She was very okay. big here. So mm-hmm. she was mm-hmm. everywhere, especially in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Early 80s is probably when I first saw her. It's yeah. hard to say. I don't remember. I think no, 82, I think Elvira was born. 81, 82. Remember, right? It was a uh-huh. little teeny little thingy in Los Angeles. Then it, she became. Yeah. The, uh, then she went national is when. I started watching her whenever that was. Yeah, yeah. So, but like I said, um, by the way, have you read her one of her the, the books she brought out, the Mistress of the uh, again, Mistress of the Dark, the book? I can't fucking speak. <laughs> no, I have not. I've been trying to get a hold of it, but it is kind of expensive, and I haven't didn't have time to download the audio version of it because she reads it to you, and apparently she tells the her entire life how. She was a big showgirl at 16 or 15, 16. She met Elvis. She, Elvis gave her the name, allegedly Elvira. So hmm. um, he told her to get out of Vegas because you'll be the oldest showgirl in Vegas if you don't. So then she became like a country host with ginger hair. And the, the addition came out of well, Vampira is now getting, uh, she was told for the thing. So she became Elvira with the black and the what? dress. So, hmm. Wow. I, must, I must actually read the book. But, um, so, t- so last night was the first time you saw it when I was talking in. Uh, so let's get into nuts and bolts. A budget of this thing was $7.5 million and it made 5.5 because the distribution company went bust. New World Pictures went bust. And that's what happened. Cause that's yeah, the same- it went from like 2,500 theatres opening day to 500, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is yes. terrible. Yes, yes. Plus, apparently there was also a storm where it blew one of the marquees over or something like that. So it was like, okay then. So this thing was unfortunately doomed. But <laughs> as... Cursed. Yes, it's cursed. But as we all know, the gays love a, a cult movie. And boom! 
this thing is not quotable. So we have, you know, what is it? My favourite quote of this movie is, if I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. What was that? If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Why? You barely fit in that dress. Yeah, you don't don't fit this talent or not stuff. So the cast, we have Cassandra Peterson, William Morgan Shepherd, Daniel Green, Eddie Mc, Mc, uh, McClurg, I'm not sure about the name there, Susan Kilman, Jeff Conaway, Frank Coulson, uh, Cult Fowler, Ira Hendon, he- uh, Chris Cam, and Benny the Poodle. So, hmm, directed by James Sagroni. The plot, a horror host is fired from the job, not to worry, but her great aunt leaves her an estate. Can she use this money to start her dream as a Vegas showgirl? Or will the powers of her mad uncle stop her as the master of evil? So let's find out here. <laughs> we're, we're waiting with bated breath. Oh my will, he, will he be defeated? I love the fact his outfit is so cheap. That red <laughs> cloak thing, I was like, what was it, a buck ten you spent on that outfit? My God. <laughs> and I love the fact how when he goes into the little secret lair thing, behind the, the library he's wearing like a half an outfit he's going you can't stop me i killed him the master of you <laughs> i'm like oh my uh, uh, right let's talk about the trivia i found about this thing right the macabre mobile didn't work correct it would only run for what, about a mile and it would and kaput so they, they push into this into the shot <laughs> it cost two and a half thousand dollars to buy the thing because she wanted a soft top version we should have got a hardtop version. So they cut the roof off it and put all the bits and pieces on it, the steering wheel and the, the, the mirror thing and image. And that was another, what was it, $7,000. So, so so it was a fake convertible? Yeah, they cut the roof off it, yeah, because they couldn't afford <laughs> the convertible. Because apparently <laughs> that's a, a 68 T-Bird, I believe it is, off the top of my head. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know cars um, well. Yeah, well, I thought my, my, my brain's... <laughs> Apparently, the company that made, that made the alterations was the same company that made the Batmobile from the 60s. Oh. So yeah. that's why the two look kind of similar. Cassandra kept this movie, the movie, the car rather, for years before she sold it, chunks of it, for $19,000. Because two years ago, she had a, a celebrity auction thing at some auctioneer's place in Hollywood, and she was selling off bits of merchandise uh, from this movie. And the, the steering wheel, the mirror... Uh, the nameplate and the little dead devil thing was sold for $19,000. Oh. So. Hmm. <laughs> the movie's finally making money. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Obviously, a, a virus iconic dress and hair is cut to show off all the naughty bits that hide the... Because apparently when she was a kid, she was a mischievous kid and pulled a cup of coffee over herself and burned part of her body. Oh. So... I think it was left side, I think, or right side, but she was burned. So just as why the the wig shows off this and the the boobs. Oh, basically, you see the boobs, you don't see the, the burn oh. scars. Wow. And apparently, I love this one. Her first time was Tom Jones. Oh really? Yeah, the Tom Jones. You know, uh, Pussycat wasn't the Pussycat, not Malarkey. What the hell he done? Uh, and he said she, she was a snide ride. To which I say, you know, I mean. Mm. <laughs> Something so, tells me that wasn't his first time. Good God, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt was supposed to be one of the kids, but Cassandra thought if Elvira saw him, she would go after Bob, because apparently she wrote on his little headshot, yum yum, he's a stud. 
So yeah. she gave it to what the hell it was, and it went to Daniel Green, who was apparently a former bodybuilder, now B movie actor. Oh. Because he's I in a movie. Oh, sorry. Never seen it before. Oh, he's in a movie called Hands of Steel, but it plays a, a what do you got to think, an arm wrestler, a bit as a robot or something. And it's like, okay, and it's campus. Oh my God. <laughs> Vincent Talbert was supposed to be played by Vincent Price. However, uh, his agent rejected the script, saying it was, quote, too raunchy for him and his image. And Vincent met her at a talk show promoting this, and he goes, I'd love to do this, sweetie. You should give it to me, not my idiot. <laughs> agent. So, mm. so like I said, it, it seems with, with his comedic timing, Vincent's com- comedic timing, he would have been great because it would have yes. been just over the top, you know, yes. and just so good. I mean, mm. it, the the other guy did a did a fine job. He didn't do a terrible job, but Vincent yeah. would have done awesome. Yeah, and it would have yeah. pulled in money because a lot of people, more people, would have seen it. Yeah, unfortunately. Like I said, oh. this movie was, was cursed, like I said. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, Vincent Price comes from his place, and Talbert comes from the. Oh, was it Lyle Talbert from Pardon the of Space? That's the other Talbert bird. Oh. So, <laughs> you've not seen Pardon the Midnight Movie, maybe. Uh, let me see. The teens weren't an original script, they were forced in by. This, the um, studio to cash in on the 80s fad of having teenagers and everything because it's supposed to be really raunchy but it was it was toned back for kids so maybe the original script was extremely raunchy that's why Vincent Bryce went or the, the the agent went nope we can't do it because Vincent doesn't do smut I mean he does like titillation but wouldn't do smut so hmm. okay yeah but he did that did, <clears throat> what was that one movie that Vincent did with the the girls uh, the yeah he was making girls. What's that movie? And it was pretty raunchy. That was from the 60s. It was 60s raunchy, but still. But has a wax? No, no. It was a comedy. Um, he ended up doing like two or three of them. What was he? Comedy of Terror? No. Um, uh. It's never going to come to me, but <laughs> trust me, go look it up. Yeah, well, I'm a fan <laughs> of Vincent Price. I've probably seen it honestly. <laughs> God, I mean, I, I had once upon a time I had a, a thought of watching everything he ever done, but unfortunately he's done like 258 things. So I was like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Cassandra thought her wig was cursed, as she went through about eight gay men. So, because apparently her her fame was in the as as you said in the late 80s, she went through about eight gay men until she gave it to a woman, and the woman stuck with her until she retired. So that. Nope. That Buffon wig, yeah, um, was is exactly the same. The first, very first wig she wore in 1980, I think it was 81, up until I think it was 1990 she retired it for another wig. But she thought thing was cursed because it's gone through gay men like that. Yeah, and I was like, no, I don't think it's the wig. I think it's the the virus was flying in the 80s. I mean, hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, Kurt Fuller, who played the real estate agent. Has scars on his leg from this to this day from that dog with a bit on the ankle. Oh, so that's yeah. not, that isn't that, him acting. That dog was a terror on set, apparently. Yes, yes, yes. A bit of wire oh. about nine times or something, and it was constantly looking for food because for attention, because yeah. apparently it wasn't on a trained dog. And I was like, we're well, going to get our fucking dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had to, uh, whenever the dog apparently was in scenes, they'd have to end up 
dubbing the 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 voices in uh, post production because the the trainer had to like verbally give him commands mm. because he was so unruly that he that they just kept yelling at the dog. Mm. <laughs> so they I've had to take out the sound entirely. Yeah, yeah. I'll get down here. The dog is the same dog Santa Lambs. No, it's not John. It's not the same dog for Santa Lambs. It's the same dog from Ruthless People. Oh, really? Yeah, I got somebody who put up an IMDb. It's a liar. It's not the same poodle from Silence of Lambs. It's not um, uh, Buffalo Bill's poodle. Uh, what the hell that dog is called in Silence of Lambs? <laughs> I should know that, but I don't. I can't believe that dog um, ever get uh, work again after after what I heard about. Yes, yeah. So yeah. So shot in eight weeks between January and March '88. So. Uh, Cassandra almost died multiple times on the set, including from the gas station explosion. That was a real explosion. And apparently there was a piece of wood that flew past her head and nearly impaled the back of her fucking head. Oh. She's driving that piece of shit car and it's gone boom. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, when I saw that scene, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's not special effects because nope. this is 1988. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that, that was dangerous. Yeah. yeah. And she's tied to the stake. That was... I think it was 80 to 90 foot flames, even though she wasn't anywhere near the thing, but the heat of the thing was what, melting her fucking wig, melting her dress now. I'm like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently the dipterin flame retardant um, liquid stuff, and that's how she got pneumonia. She almost, she almost died of pneumonia also. Because at the very end song, where she's singing, um, that fuck the fuck's that song now, but she was in a spider and like a dilla, and it's oh, yeah. an apple tar. She had pneumonia 100 and six degree temperature it was wow so mm. you wouldn't know it nope um, yeah 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 160 i've got a 160 degree fever from said stunt cassandra's party piece is the tassel spin or she can spin one nipple that way and one nipple that way and she you know, do I was, that was <laughs> impressive i was watching it and like that's not special effects that's really happening in front of me yeah she wanted <laughs> Well, not at 14. I mean, <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Uh, oh, yes. The, um, there's three covers for this thing, right? There's Elvira um, with uh, Eddie McClurg. So, uh, with the, she, now she tied Elvira to the, the stakes sort of thing. There's one where Elvira's in the car, and there's one with the notorious one was with the, there's a Girl Scout roasting marshmallows. Oh, yeah. Which apparently it was banned because the girl scouts. Oh my God, you can't have girl scouts roasting people alive. And I was like, it's a joke, you morons. Yeah. So which <laughs> they were roasting marshmallows. They weren't roasting the person. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the fifties B movie that opens up the movie is It Conquered the World. It's Roger Corman tribute from the fifties, and I'm seriously going to do it for the for the other podcast because it is so bad. It's genius. Oh. It's terrible. Mm, terrible. Yes. Um, I mean, Roger Corman was kind of hit or miss, to be honest. But mm. um, but that was particularly bad. I've seen that in the theater before. Oh, my and God. It was an experience. We'll say mm. that. I saw it on YouTube because it's on YouTube somewhere. And I was like, what the fuck is that? So, <laughs> mm. so Vida, played by Cassandra Peterson, this happened the, the bit at the beginning where she gets like groped by the fat business tycoon that happened to her in real life in 1984 i believe and a bit where the, the basically the whole beginning bit actually happened to a virus in the early days of a virus 
the set for one Katafi she got thrown off the set, she attacked the the I think it was a war girl, saying like you're so cheap, blah 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 blah. So that thing happened to her. Oh wow. So yeah. It says here that's wrong, but I'm looking at it says here where the fuck did I go? I put put a note here somewhere where it says where the fuck did I put that? That yeah, she was almost raped by some studio mogul in the early eighties. So, hmm. Oh, wow. So, Manny, the, um, what the hell would he be, the agent, is played by Charles Walt. And I'm loving the dressing room, by the way, with all the being reporters, which I've seen most of the movies, by the way. I love the Alice Cooper big fist thing. Yeah. Uh, and did you catch the, the, um, the signed Vincent Price picture? No, I was, you know, when that scene was going on, I, whenever they showed her dressing room, I was kind of constantly looking at everything, mm. you know, because I'm like, everything on the walls means something. And so I just was like yes. scouring the background for stuff. And yes, I did not see that, though. Yeah, there's also a prototype P.V. Herman doll. Yes. I was like, cool. So, hmm. Yeah, yeah uh, she, she worked with him before. So. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes, the the red ring that Avira wears, she found it in a Cracker Jack box for, like, 50 cents or something like that, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she now sells it, a replica of that for about $100, uh, I believe, on her, webs, on her website, so... Hmm. $100? That's all? Yes. yes. I would it's, pay more than $100 for it. Yeah, it's, um, uh, I think it's, like, tin, but wrapped in gold sort of thing with a little glass ruby. Right. There's also like earrings and the, the choker and the brangles and the malarkey you can buy off the stuff. Anyway, moving on. Uh, let me see. Da, 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 da. Oh, yes. The um, uh, the dress she wears is actually not what I originally thought. It's not uh, tit tape the hood's in. It's a bra. So, because I read an interview with allegedly a virus saying that she needs an entire roll of boob tape each breast. And it's not. <laughs> it's a... I saw a U-cut bra, which is oh, designed. Yeah. So it's not, yeah, so it's not going anywhere. So that there's a piece of garbage there. The dog hated everyone's set and bit Cassandra seven times and bit Kurt Fulger multiple times, and he's got scars on his legs because that dog's a untrained piece of shit. That dog, oh, I mean, terrible. Mm. Uh, the cop that pulls over a Vira when she's racing to her great aunt. Oh, what the hell is it? Uh, he's her original boyfriend, Bill Gable. He was a former gear porn star and cover model for Cult magazine. Oh, he, I did not know. I knew that it was her, her former boyfriend. I did not know all of that. <laughs> mm. Apparently, he got her to live in a treehouse for a couple of years. So they lived in a treehouse. Oh, really? Yeah. Really, apparently, according to the, the book, she lived in a treehouse. Um. He also played the victim of Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct with the ice pick. She's going, and apparently he was wearing like a, a stab vest and she stabbed him in the one piece that wasn't covered. Oh, and it right through the fucking shoulder and he's screaming, going, ah, she's got, oh my God, he's a great actor. She's continually, she stabbed him like six times in the shoulder. So that's a wow. real pickaxe. I don't know, but uh, ice pick around the pickaxe, ice pick. Uh, ice so, pick, wow. Yeah. That's method acting right there. That's the problem yes. with method acting. You yeah. just can't stop once you start. Yeah, yes, yes. The gas station attendant is attendant rather is played by John Paragon, Cassandra's writer, who also played the Breaver in the TV show. The what? gas station, the the gas station attendant. Now right. uh, the gas right. 
Well, he's the writer of Avira's jokes. Right. And he's, he wrote half this script and she wrote the other half. Well, he was also the breather from the the, uh, the Mistress of the Dark. Now I've got a phone up all the time and go, oh, oh, breather, that's him. Oh, wow. Oh, mm. I would not have known that. Who sadly died, um, was it last year he died? Was it the previous year he died? Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, yeah, sadly, sadly. The daydream thing, Wheel of Fortune, I never got that one at all. I'm like, you've won money, you've won the car, you've won the boat, you've won the... <laughs> I'm like, who the hell is that guy? Because I have no idea who the hell he is. I, he, I didn't, I, I, I've seen him before, but I don't know who he is. But, um... I, I thought that was kind of clever because I'm thinking, oh, this, this is exactly what's going through her head. That mm. would be exactly what's going through my head. <laughs> yeah. You've won money. I was giggling at that myself. But <laughs> mm. uh, what we got here? The gas station explosion was real and almost killed her because a fireball and a piece of wood was past her head. So, yeah, she was like, hmm. Oh yes, and the Playboy, the the guest attendant reading was actually Cassandra's Playboy from like seventy, God knows seventy eight, I think it was seventy seven or something like that. So, see, I got to rewatch this movie again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The song "Once Bitten, Twice Shy" is by uh, what is it, Laurie, Laurie Charm. Which wasn't picked by Avira. In fact, none of the songs were picked up by Avira because the budget was so fucking shit. She wanted like, um, she wanted Lulu's version of Shout, not that version of Hand. Oh, yeah. She wanted, um, I think it was Elvis song. She wanted an Elvira. Uh, uh, she wanted the song she'd done. She wanted uh, Alice Cooper song, I believe. And so they was like, nope, we can't afford that one. So we can have this, 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 this. And it's like, uh, oh, isn't that that's, nice? That's too bad. Hmm. Fallwell, Massachusetts is at the back lot used in Critters 2 and Medium and multiple other movies. Is that the is that oh is that the same okay because I was looking at it and I'm thinking was that the same set that they used in multiple uh, Twilight Zone episodes but also um Back to the Future? I don't know, I'm not sure about Back to the Future but Critters 2 if you ever watch Critters 2 you can tell I'm way that's the same fucking set. Right. So. I'll have to watch Critters 2 again now and see mm. Because when I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, you know, this looks exactly like, you know, like every other Twilight Zone episode when they had to have a, a, a you know, a town. Mm, mm. But, All I see is I watched Medium. And I went, oh, my God, that's the that's the town from Avira. And I'm watching the cross <laughs> and goes, oh, my God, that's the town from Avira. <laughs> so I think Cross was filmed in 89, so it must have been the exact same set. Oh, yeah. So, the teens, Randy, played by Chris Kemmel. What the hell was that? Sam, played by Scott Morris, and Bo, played by Ira Hendon. Ira Hendon is the guy from Elm Street 3, the dream guy in the wheelchair, and he goes, I'm the dream master, and he goes, sorry, get out of believe in it. And he stopped for the oh. kill. Mm. <laughs> I love that movie. Everybody else hates that movie, but I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, get out of believe in magic. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Sam Morris is a lead singer of The Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. As you do. I mean, really? It, apparently so. And Chris Camel is a jobbing actor. So, hmm. oh. also, hmm. Ira Hendon is a, I think he's a stage attorney or an attorney. I know he's an attorney, but I don't know if, it, if it's a stage attorney or an actual attorney. So. Oh, wow. Hmm. 
Chastity Pryor is played by Eddie McClurg. Eddie. Uh, Eddie. Oh, easy. Eddie. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, anyway. Edie. Edie is very I, famous here, so yes, we, all, yes. we love Edie McClurg. Mm. I know her from Carrie because she's one of the bullies that picks on Carrie. Oh. Then I want to oh. pick on Sister Spencer. Oh she goes, plug it up, plug it up, not shit. So oh. yeah, that's I know her. And she's in the Finnish oh, movie. Mm. I did not know that. Mm. She's also in Ferris Bueller. She appears for uh, the, the um, oh, is it a receptionist or something like from Ferris, Ferris Bueller? So, oh, yeah. She was on uh, WKP too. Yeah, she was in, yeah, uh, what the hell do you call that thing? Oh, my God, there's the Groundlings, the comedy group that introduced oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cassandra, uh, Pee Wee, and her, and apparently two other people, if I don't mind. Yeah. Um, I love that I've got here. She's based in Middle America. I love that. I can't, I can't help you here because some, somebody's having fun somewhere in this town. I must stop it. I'm like, yeah, you're so Middle America. <laughs> um, I love that. I love that bit when she first meets Elvira. She goes, I can't. Your tin can, the tin can you can't either. I'm like, oh my god. If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. <laughs> and apparently, they were real rollers, and they were giving the actors a headache because they're so tight. Oh wow! So, mm. <laughs> I love the one. I love the one-liners in this one. What's the other one? The best the... one. The best oh. one-liner to me was when that letter from the marquee hits her on the head, and Bob is like, "Is your head okay?" And she's yeah. like, "I've never gotten any complaints before." Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. That was so hard. I'm like, that was just totally unexpected. That's kind of what we're doing. Hey, speak. How's your head? Toothy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told that I went. I went out with. Uh, I I went to happy hour with a friend of mine yesterday, and I told him we were, that I was going to be doing this podcast, and I told him that line because I said it was the funniest line, and he just could not stop laughing at that. He would. He didn't even have any context for the joke. Yeah, because of um, RuPaul uses it constantly in the RuPaul Drag Race, like oh, such really? as how's your head, and it's like, I don't know, I'm like, I'm going Oh, I just saw that one. Milvirus and yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> Remind me for any two words. Any two songs are simple. I'm a great pair of legs and a, and a what was that? A great pair. Oh, I, uh, I never, never forgot a friend. I never forgot a, um, an acquaintance. Oh, would you like a virgin? I'll have a couple of drinks first. I use that one all, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that line. It's like, I have a virgin. A couple of drinks, that's the thing. What was that? Yeah, right. So. <clears throat> Mrs. Meeker, played by Pat Crawford Brown, and Leslie Meeker, played by Leslie Doe, had an onset affair. <laughs> so, yeah. So, hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and apparently they were like friends until the the end of their lives. So. Oh wow. Isn't that, isn't that nice? Robin Meeker, played by Elaine Dunning, quit acting in 1997 because. I have no idea why she quit this acting. She, she's now, um, I can't remember if it's her or the little girl that played Baby Elvira is now a vice cop. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, hmm. uh, the suitcase was hand directed by, uh, directed, uh, decorated rather by Elvira herself. So, all the little, the, I, I bet for no one, sort of st- all the stickers on the suitcase on the little makeup bag oh, was yeah. by, by Elvira. Oh, nice. Uh, yes, Bob played by Daniel Green, was handpicked by the cat, uh, by Elvira, and she done that fall into his arms ten times. 
Then she swung <laughs> off the He's like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> so, mm. Billy, played by Frank, what the hell was his name? Carlson, and Travis, played by Jeffrey Connery. Um, Jeffrey Connery, I know from, was it Greece he was in? Was it? Yeah, Greece and Babylon 5. He was in so many things, and I, I kept, I was, I was thinking to myself when I was, I'm like, how did they, why, why did he do this movie? <laughs> because, I mean, he was like the biggest name besides Elvira. Actually, he's probably a bigger name than Elvira at the time. And mm. I'm like, what? I, I, I was perplexed. Mm. He didn't mm. even have a big part. It wasn't even like he had a great part. No, no, no. Very, part- like I, I saw his name on the, uh, on the credits, and I'm like. Oh, he's gonna be somebody important, and he ended yeah. up being like nobody important. Yeah, he's a lackey. Yeah. I've got in here. The comic book he ripped up was worth more than this, this movie. It sells for today for about eleven to twelve million dollars. Oh wow! So that's the first version of Venom in Spider-Man. So the comic he ripped up is the very first time you meet Venom. Yeah. <laughs> um, and apparently, the whole bit where Avira pours the beers over their, their um, crotches. Actually, happens to Avira quite a lot, so she she put it into the movie. Oh wow! <laughs> so, mm. um, Patty, played by Susan Kilman, was cast was sorry, is Cassandra's stand-in. So she's her body double. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. So that's why she's got, that's why she's got the blonde hair, not black hair. So right. Oh um, right. Oh yes, and apparently the the woman at the beginning of the movie, uh, the um, uh, the news reporter woman, oh, yeah. that's actually her voice is uh, Bubarella in The Simpsons. Oh really? Bubarella, wow. the version of a Byron in The Simpsons. Mm, so, <laughs> yeah, uh, you are the of trivia. Yes, I, I like I said this movie. I love this movie. About a hundred odd times I've seen this movie. I just and I have it on DVD, Blu-ray, and VHS. So. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, where was it? Oh, yes. This movie's trying to say that Bob is a virgin. He must be what? In his 40s? A, a guy who looks like that. Yeah. And with a paddy who looks like that. was Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, yeah, bullshit. I could think if paddy wasn't riding him nightly. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent Talbot was played by William Morgan Shepherd, father of Mark Shepherd, who is the sci-fi. I don't know. He he's been every sci-fi. You name it. He's been on it. Doctor Who. Um, he was in Buffy. He was in. Uh, I've, got, I've got a lot of stuff in here. But yeah, so oh. Mark Shepherd, Supernatural was an abnormal also because he plays um, the King of Hell in Supernatural. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Uh, what the fuck's that magician guy? Anyway, but yes, that's his father, uh, who also was in Doctor Who, who played the older Renan Wines. And it says, Named after Vincent Price and Lyle Tabor, as I says, Plan 9, he is the master of evil. Because uh, the virus is Mistress of the Dark, so he's master of evil. Yeah, and sure. I was like, oh, God. By the way, that car he drives around, that is an absolute cracker car of a car he drives around. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the fact. So uh, he goes, I I'm the 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 the, will, the last person. I'm the the brother. And he goes, no no no, there's one more. There's Cassandra, blah blah. blah. The grand niece. And she walks in. She goes, oh hi Uncle Remus, Uncle. What the hell? 
And I was like, wait a minute, I thought it was a Voz quote, so. Mm. <laughs> and she goes, was it 50 grand for the, for the help? Oh, I got as a dog, a book in a house. What's the money? What's the car? What's the. <laughs> He's sitting there going, who is this woman, you? <laughs> I just loved him. Oh my god, it pisses them off because the spell book is the book that will unleash the ultimate power of evil. I love that one. He's sitting there with the, 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 the walking cane going, What the fuck in the hell is this woman giving up? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, let me see you now. Uh, Gonk, played by uh, Dinny the dog, is in Ruffles People, not fucking. Uh, so that was it was pre-printed daily to look at that as Elvira done the makeover now the oh, the punk rock right hmm. so yeah, part... the, the owner wouldn't let him do permanent hair colour in mm. the dog so they had to apply it every single day yes yeah, apparently that made the dog more and more, more aggressive because it was air oh. brushed on oh <laughs> <laughs> he's a mean dog anyway mm. I'd be a mean dog too if they had to colour my hair every day <laughs> yeah yeah I love the fact how uh, Cassandra is our animal lover. She has like, I think it's three Rottweilers, multiple oh, wow. at, at the time. I'm talking about, I don't know, but at the time, she had like chickens and co- uh, co- what do you call the things? Um, roosters. Uh, oh. She had like cats and various other things, and she wouldn't allow anything to happen to the dog, even though the dog's a complete bastard. So, yeah. um, the bit where she's using the earthworms and her stew sort of thing. The earthworms had a little sponge, so they put the earthworms in the sponge, and then she put the. So was, but apparently, one of the producers were not happy with it, so he stole the earthworms and went fishing the next day with them. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's a, a dick move. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> oh, Cassandra's house is a back lot. The Munster's house, maybe Psycho House? I'm not sure. I don't know. I, it. it every time i looked at it i'm like you know it looks familiar but does it look familiar because they want it to look familiar or is it actually another house mm. from another movie i was not sure i never could make it distinguish mm. Mm. oh yes the painting of cassandra as her own uh mother or how she was mm. was done for five thousand dollars and uh was in cassandra's house for years i don't know if she's actually sold it or not but yeah that's a commission painting. Uh, yeah. Now she's sitting there with the the the, the ginger hair. And she's gone. Right. <laughs> so, mm. um, Harold Gutter, played by Kurt Fuller, uh, scary movie. I've got down here. <laughs> he was a real estate agent until 1992, I believe. So <laughs> that was him yeah. doing his. <laughs> he's, he's just doing his thing. <laughs> but you're hiring me. To, to play a uh, real estate agent. Okay, I'm sure, pretty sure I can do that. <laughs> mm. I love the fact that she, she's on the phone the next day. I was I was six and she was selling herself last night. <laughs> like, but Vegas wants the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's just so sick. The teen's snapping a picture of a virus as she's getting dressed, undressed into her, what it was. Apparently that happened to her in the 80s also. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> Good heaven. Yeah, so the tattoo is now real. She got that done in 2019. Now that little skull tattoo. Oh, oh, it wasn't real at the time? No, what? no, no, no. No. Oh. 
Well, it's real now. That's all it is. Yes, it's real now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Elvis named Elvira because he met her when she was 15 as a Vegas showgirl. Apparently, they spent a night together and he told her straight, get out of Vegas, it'll kill you. So she left Vegas and flew, I believe, to the other parts of America, then I believe to uh, Italy. Because there's a podcast I listen to called Charles Brand's Filming Freak Show. And she's a guest on that. She talks about how when she was 16, 17, 18, she lived in a mansion in, in Italy. But there was no locks on the door, there was no running water. And she had these three black men as protectors. So, oh, wow. Yeah. She has yeah. Lived, lived an interesting life. Yes, yes. I'm like, oh, I need to get a hold of this book. I need to listen to this book or read the book. I should have actually bought the thing and listened to it. <laughs> no mind. I love the fact that she's got the hair, the, the low roll and the hair to keep the the hair. And I love that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And apparently that nightmare scene where she's having a nightmare, she's lying on 28 wigs. It's all that you know, hair. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that and I'm like, that's, that, that is really cool but completely unrealistic mm. <laughs> but then mm. it was just a dream so i'm like oh okay it makes sense because mm. <laughs> that's how she pictures herself when she's lying in bed like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm like I love, I love the fact that these teens are going oh my god you see that's like song i was like okay shh calm down mate you know for crying out loud. yeah <laughs> and the, the, the following day the, the teacher's like i've got the picture here and i'll pass it around and the, the guy's like hmm in, <laughs> in the pocket. Oh my god. I've got to hear the painting montage, the multicolored house, as the same house is in California, apparently. She was driving past and went, Oh my god, this is going to happen to the house in Elvira. So, oh, really? Mm. <laughs> but it looked good. I, I would live in a house like that. Mm, I'm not sure. I would actually live in the, the original version of the house. You know? <laughs> <laughs> not the original version, no. <laughs> I just love that one. You know, you go on and shout, what is it? Grab a tool and start banging. It's an alcohol for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Was my 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 father owns a paint shop and he gives me all this free paint. Put it on the, on the bank. I could have done my money. So, hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, it's got a top of my head. Uh, that after uh, six inches from sailing. So, da, 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 how's your head? Oh, yeah. Um, there's look, I, I love the line. Um, what did she say? It was... It was in the pizza shop or in the uh, the bowling alley. I'm sorry. And she was talking. Oh, she was talking to the kids, and she was just like, "Oh, what was me? You know, whatever." <laughs> and and she says, "I'm I'm gonna hang myself in the oven." <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was another laugh out loud moment. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that's so perfect." <laughs> I love the, the, the other one where she's actually trying to hit on Bob, and, and he goes, "I can never show PG-13." She goes, "Nothing wrong with PG-13." As long as I'm talking about sex and violence, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Vincent Talbert magic spell casting outfit was supposed to be a whole outfit, but they ran out of money, so that's why it's only like half a waistcoat. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's just scarf. kind of this drape. It's just a drape. <laughs> I, don't know what I don't know what that was, but it was a piece of fabric. It seemed mm. like anyway, just nothing much to it. Hmm. Oh my god, I've got to hear. How's your head? I don't complain shit. <laughs> Cinema showed a jury to movies, sex and violence. Uh, da, da, da. The, what was the hell? Oh, yes. Remember, it'd be two simple words. Any two, as long as they're simple. That's the other one. Okay. Uh, uh, I've lost my hell. The, the, oh, yeah, the teens with Elvira and a bowling alley. All right. I was going, this entire town has one bowling alley and one cinema. 
wouldn't there be more um, <clears throat> um having grown up in small town midwest um no <laughs> hmm. they would not have had more than one theater and definitely not more than one bowling alley okay 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 they would I mean, have had a rolling rink however. <laughs> so they would have had a roller rink for sure wait a minute was roller rink was that still a thick in 88 or was that not a 70s thing to early 80s oh it was um let's see when when I went roller skating when I was in high school. I graduated high school in 86. Okay. So, so yeah, mid-80s. Because well, there was a documentary I watched about roller skating and roller rinks, not such. And it said it was the height of it was 1976 uh, to 1983, 84. So oh, the, one, the one that I grew up by, gosh, that thing didn't close till the early, early 90s. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, this is a small town. There's not a much to do in a small town, so mm, we went roller skating. Mm, even in a, a large city like Glasgow, there was a roller rink, uh, and it survived until about 2000. So, oh, mm, when, but um, they had like inliners and such. Yeah, here in in Columbus, uh, there was a roller rink. I mean, I used to take my kids to it, and that was, um. That would have been in the late 90s, early mm. 2000s. So, yeah, it was still here. It's not there anymore. Mm. I've got here, the town turns against a virus. So she 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 gets Bob to give her the, 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 the cinema for free. And she goes, I've got some stinkers in my back of my car. No, no, wait, wait, wait. They're not stinkers. They're, they're classics. I was like, I married Satan too. No. <laughs> <laughs> then she pulls out one of the worst movies ever, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Which ah, we should movie. actually. Oh my god, we should do that for the for the ah, other podcast. <laughs> I've seen that in ages. That's that would be a good one. I recently watched all of them, all five of them, and the there progressive. Were five? Get, yes, yes. <laughs> good lord. And the okay. progressive get worse as it goes on. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> that was it. The Attila uh, Attack Paris. I think it's the last one. That one is fucking awful. Oh, I um The one with a. Because I think it's Return of the Killer Tomatoes Part 2 is one that I've watched multiple times because that's just so bad. <laughs> FT, the little fur tomato. <clears throat> so Paddy overhears the plan to save Ovira's car uh, and she plans the whole thing to spoil it. So that night, the teens leave to head to the cinema. Ovira flash dance as Paddy tars and feathers her. And apparently when she's doing that whole thing, she's doing the, the water pouring down thing from flash dance. That was sort of ink water, and it hit her so much force, and it broke her neck. So oh. Cassandra's doing the whole, and she's going, Psh, and it nearly fucked her neck up. So. Oh, I bet. Mm. Mm. I've got to hear, if I so Cassandra was a dancer, but she had a man to do the backflips. I was like, could you not do that? I love oh, yeah. the backflips. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed when she was doing the backflips, it was like, oh, can't see the face, can't see the face. Oh, you can see the face now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. It's like that. Now, was that a nod to Flashdance or was that a, uh, you know what I mean? Because uh, in Flashdance, the man's actually doing the dancing, not the not the chick. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember <laughs> Flashdance. I like saw it once back in the 80s and that was it. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, I was had... bored of tears, bored of tears. That was such a horrible movie. Oh my God. I watched it, what was it, two years ago and I could not stop laughing at it. How fucking bad it is. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, I just hated it. It's so bad. Yeah, oh my god. Same with um, what the hell was the other thing we watched? And I was, this is the big from the, the 80s, and I was like, 
Uh, no, it's terrible. Uh, oh, yeah. we've tried watching what's that one with um, uh, Chick for Greece and all skates. Xanadu. Try watching oh. that. Oh my god, that's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even make it like an hour into that was like no, uh, no. It, I I like watching it only because of nostalgia, but I remember seeing that in the theater way back in the day when it it was you know when it was still there. It didn't last very long. Um, and uh, I remember watching it even as a kid, thinking this is not good. Yeah, and I I did not have a discerning mind at that point even, and I'm like. I, later on, I just thought, gosh, how can adults possibly watch this and be entertained? You know, oh it was terrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. We actually watched, uh, what's it called, Grease 2 on Saturday. And, oh, my God, talk about a bad movie. Oof. I, I have never seen that because I just can't oh. myself through it. I, oh uh, I have friends who love that movie, though. Mm. So I'm like, I don't know how, but, yeah, I nice. can't myself to watch it uh, i had reproduction stuck in my head for days after it <laughs> reproduction dun, 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 fucking, yeah. another <laughs> one uh what the hell was that other song he sings uh oh i'm a cool rider cook oh, like, oh my god michelle fight for you <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god you, you have definitely made me not ever want to watch this movie so <laughs> I am steadfast now in never watching this movie. <laughs> I thought it got worse. Um, we watched Grease the next day, and I had beautiful dropouts stuck in my head for fucking ages. I was like, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you mother. <clears throat> anyway, um, so Robin's makeover. I love the fact that she gets a blow cut. She's wearing a ton of makeup, and she's a little kitten heels, and that's scandalous. The fucking hair's about to hear something. I'm like, what the uh, fuck's with that hair? <laughs> <laughs> Granny's like, you want to make up? No, just a little bit. Mm. <laughs> if I had it goes, yeah, I'm the same. When I was a kid. I was only four years old, but <laughs> I loved that thing. <laughs> uh, I love that when, they showed, when they showed her in the theater, I'm like, I did not even recognize that as the mm. same person. I'm like, mm. it was just like, okay, you could have made it a little less. Uh, big yeah because i'm like this is not the same person no i love the fact that she's got a, a lot of killing kitten heads under the bed and i was what you can't wear heels what is this fucking foot whisper fuck's sake you stop dancing in the street crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's an odd movie i can't fucking stand a foot whistle. Like, oh so bad <clears throat> so Sandra doing a dancing uh even uh, the record a bit it's a man guess it's not the flash dance da, da, da. Mm. so the ice water bath um, when she's trying to wash off that tar stuff and the feathers, the entire crew was watching her from the rafters because, of course, they were because it's the fucking 80s. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. I've got to hear Beer Beer, the only beer for cheap 80s B movies because it pops up in about 20 of Roger Common movies. It pops up in a lot of trauma movies, a lot of um, filming movies. So, oh, Beer right. Beer, I think oh. it says Beer Beer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. And then it's actually uh, Return of the Colors Mattles where he goes, We can have products instead of this beer beer. And pulls yeah. out the, the, this is toothpaste and this Colgate and stuff. And it's like, mm. oh, Yeah, they had, <clears throat> yeah, they had slice, and cans of slice and cans of Pepsi. But yes. they, they had to have beer beer. Mm. Apparently, that was Pepsi's it, idea to become more famous because 
Coke. There was a war of the eighties with oh, Coke. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. I'm just glad to you like an idea. I lived through that war. Trust me. <laughs> uh, uh, being Britain, we were. What was it? Uh, we were drinking at the time. Probably Iron Brew. Oh, that stuff's nasty. <laughs> oh, I can't stand Iron Brew. Oh, that's my Scottish captain coffee. Mm. Um, <laughs> so the Spellbook Monster. I love this one. That was a puppeteered puppet thing. And uh, Vira had six men uh, in between legs as they're going there. The, <laughs> so, mm. That was uh, actually a pretty cool, pretty cool effect. They, yes. I thought they did a good job yes. with that. Uh, of, yes. of, all, of all the effects, that was definitely the best one. Mm-hmm. They clearly mm-hmm. put some time into that. Yeah, I love the fact that what is that? It smells like kakadudu. Oh, I know. I know. String trees and fucking crushed on top of what? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the yeah. Cheese. <laughs> oh, I just love that one. Where did it get along with this one? Anyway, um, uh, let's see. So real worms and a, as I said, sponge. So, da, 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 da. so the, the crew used the fishing next day because uh, Cassandra's a vegetarian and a uh, animal lover. That's a vegetarian joke. <laughs> um, apparently the dog had a, the, the both dogs now the bottle poodle and the Grotweiler had air conditioned trailers. Was the the cast didn't? <laughs> oh, nice. That dog should have been a lot nicer. Mm. Mm. Apparently, that is not one of Cassandra's dogs because, as I said, at the time she had three Rottweilers, but that's not one of her dogs. So, mm. oh. so the demon. Thought when you said that was, oh, I wonder if that Rottweiler was hers. No, Once the demon is down the drain, sexy times with Bob in the attic. As the mistress of a dog, I love the, the, the um, she's going through the the, uh, the trunk, and she's pulling out props. Apparently, that's all props used in the TV show. Oh, you know, when I was looking through, when I when I was because I was paying attention to that too for the same reason as mm. the uh, the you know the dressing room, and mm. I noticed one of the bones, mm-hmm. the posed bones, had these little like holes in it, like uh-huh. perfectly spaced holes, and I'm like, okay, is that? Is that a old prop? Is immediately what yes. I thought. You know, because yes. why would they so obviously put it there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it was the, clearly not a real bone. <laughs> yeah, it's the dog and bone where the breather calls her. She, she's on the phone and she goes, oh, "What do you want? What do you want, breather?" Oh. So, anyway, um, so flash. Uh, there we are. Yeah, <clears throat> the flashback Elvira baby is now a vice cop. <laughs> oh, that's so, interesting. So, mm. I, 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 that was that was a great scene though. That was yes. absolutely fabulous scene where they show the baby and has her exact makeup. Mm. <laughs> like that was just so unexpected when I saw that. I was like, "Oh, that is perfect. That's just yes. awesome." Yes, I love the fact that that dog carried the baby carriage or the the what you want to call it thing about ten times and dropped it multiple times. Luckily, the baby was not real. It was a dummy oh, thing. Yeah. Could you imagine that? <laughs> Why is the baby crying? It fell again. Oh, for fair. <laughs> Fresh That's baby. Fine. We'll just dub it. It's okay. We'll just dub it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I've got this here. She's a, a oh the, the the lights go out in, in the house and she goes oh Bob as it turns into a snake. She goes oh hello Bob and I'm, oh my God she's sitting there going, <laughs> kissing the. <laughs> I'm like right love. I mean hmm. <laughs> I love the fact that she pulls up like a, a little stronger hen. She goes out to a dog. This could be you, you fucking stubborn mutt. <laughs> Runs away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
the uh, the props are all used in the show. The dog, dog and bones are real phone. Uh, the little heads were used in various movies. Da, 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 da. So the next day she plans her revenge on the town. I love the picnic with the last spell as she what, mixes it up with what was it? She used a hamburger herbal instead of some and and they're now oh my god they're all shagging everybody else. <laughs> it's like oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. Now apparently this was supposed to be more and more and more and more raunchier in the original script as Kurt Fuller actually says the pigs and sheep were. I barely touched the sheep, I barely touched the pig because apparently there's sets, there's photographs of him in the set in a pig pen with surrounded oh. with sheep. So, mm-hmm. apparently, <laughs> <laughs> that ended up on the cutting room floor. Just a funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's actually on the on the Blu-ray if you want to special features, but it shows you all the stuff that was never actually shot. But there's a picture of him <laughs> holding a, sh- a pig, and it's like, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love the fact that. Uh, what was it? Paddy goes. I thought you wanted something local, local and slittle. And she goes, "Oh yeah." And she punches her, and her fucking top goes off. And she's like, "Oh <laughs> my god, no!" <laughs> <clears throat> Apparently, that was actually a teenager. She was paid twenty bucks to do that. Now the oh, fuck just check. No, the because the as I said, the woman's a if I understand right. her, she must be. But the, she's like, mm. so. Mm. I love that one. Apparently, the old granny that dances with Bob. Is apparently one of the characters in Movie Macabre called Auntie. Oh shit, Auntie something it was called. And I can't remember off my head what it was called. See, I've only seen about maybe 50 um, Movie Macabres, but I've not seen the, the early stuff, I've seen like the later stuff. So, oh, mm. yes, you're, I did read that. Yeah, you're right. Yes, mm. I did read that, that she, she was in those, yeah. Mm. I love the fact that the TikTok pie looks disgusting. <laughs> what was that? Oh, the TikTok pie. She goes, uh, TikTok? Uh, t- yeah, oh, I have the f- TikTok or a TikTok? Oh, the TikTok. Okay. That's why I Okay, yes, the TikTok pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This, this fucking joke just killed my fucking brain. This, I, this like, I didn't think TikTok existed back then, but maybe they had pie. I don't know. <laughs> God damn the generation's fucking the tic tac even pie. Oh, that was disgusting by the way. I love the fact how uh the either just dies a finger and it goes, mmm, just a big scoopy and I'm like, oh that is disgusting. Mmm, that tastes so good. So the the town meeting the fall I love the fact um the Kurt Fuller guy goes with a sausage she goes with the the, the uh, taco shell. Mmm oh, okay. I was like, oh that's that's just rude. <laughs> She's pouring the, 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 the cream cheese on his ear and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. yes. Oh, speaking of hot dogs. Okay, so this 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 made no sense to me. Okay, in the very <laughs> beginning, when she's 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 in the car, Elvira's in the car, this very in the beginning where she's like mm-hmm. traveling and she's trying to eat a hot dog mm-hmm. and it falls on her chest and her mm-hmm. into her cleavage. Any, mm-hmm. what was the, I don't understand the point of that joke. Was it a joke? Was it just, it's just Okay, yeah. I thought maybe I missed something. Did she say something? Was uh, I was okay? Okay, we yeah. can go on now. That's just titillation. I mean, that's that's the way my fucking boyfriend eats his hot dogs. He goes and swallows them whole. Though. Anyway, um, although interesting fact for you, the horse and the um the horse and carriage, the the they was called the people. Uh, oh shit! Now the 
Oh, the Amish thing? Yeah, I think that's the problem. Amish, yeah. Well, the woman who sticks her head out is actually Elvira's makeup artist because the woman that was doing it was sick. So it's sticking oh. that bonnet and she's like, mm. <laughs> 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 I, 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 that song was, t- talking about the beginning, that song was terrible. I mean, the whole hey, 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 hey thing, it's like, oh, yeah. kind of bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> uh, the, the town meeting was actually filmed outside because apparently the, the original place didn't have a town meeting, so that's an outside set. If you notice, now the uh-huh. bit of the of their um Cassandra caught a cold that turned into the flu, it turned into pneumonia, and she ended up with 109 degrees at temperature because of that. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Mm, mm. She was tied to the stake, there was something foot flames that almost killed Cassandra because the wig and the hair was had enough hairspray on it to kill a small donkey, apparently. So <laughs> she's sitting there tied to that thing, and she's like, covered in this. The, the hairspray and she's covered in the fucking anti flam yeah. stuff I'm like oh. yeah. mm. what she doesn't do for her art yes 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 I love the fact that she goes Patty you're not doing it wrong no 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 let you hear yeah. <laughs> and Doug's like <laughs> and it's just like turns into a rat and says oh my god uh, what the hell was that? I thought for a moment that I'm like oh maybe she's turning good oh no she's not mm, mm. Yeah, I love the dog. It turns into a little mouse and it goes, Oh, you tricky little thing. It runs off. Yeah. I did too much sick, oh, too much anas in the 60s. Oh, God. <laughs> and that's a good line. Yeah. Bob, 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 come here, come here. What is it? It's under the, under the, the in the living room with a dodgy fin that slaps in the head. Oh, my God. And hurry up. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so Avira sends Bob to the house to get the spell book. He's jumped by Vincent's goons, gonks into a mouse and escapes to jail. Leaving Avira alone, he rescues Bob as the Rottweiler dog because part of it is familiar. So, yeah. Um, Vincent has the book, and it's almost time for him to become the master of evil because of the the blood moon sort of thing. Avira uses the magic ring, and it causes rain to pour down to put out the fire. She, she escapes. Isn't that lovely? I mean, she goes, "I can do this. Make it look cheap." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Vincent then turns the town council into hogs because they're swine. Uh, Avila takes them on, but it's no good. Master of evil, he is now fully, fully demonic, and she's mistress of the dark. But I love the the ramble that she puts on with the big bazooka thing. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Was that supposed to scare me? Oh look, look over there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and she was in her battle-ready dress. Yes, I love the fact just that she... magically just disappears somehow. Because she's that... one minute she's in this long dress, and then the next minute she's like in this short little miniskirt. And I'm like, mm. how did that happen? Did I miss something? I love the fact she used her boobs to open the open the gates to the, the graveyard. She goes, <laughs> and the, the gates open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's running on the heels, and of course she falls. Oh my ankle! Here, have a stiletto to the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh that hurt oh, I got 80s lightning effects epic showdown as he cuts as she hits him with the shoe and then cuts his hand off how very evil dead uh, also how very uh, the hand which is a 1981 movie with um, oh. Michael Caine yeah fucking awful movie by the way I mean yep. yeah, terrible <laughs> <laughs> the house was set alight by Vincent's breath and apparently that was a real fire again <laughs> she's oh my 
So, hmm. Next morning, town folk come together to help a virer as a lawyer tells her she's rich because her Vincent, or her, Vincent, her uncle Vincent, has now left her all the money. So, hmm. Cut to Vegas and it's showgirl time. Yay. Now, hmm. Apparently, the original ending was her and Bob were supposed to stay in Massachusetts, and that was it. They've got the, the big gigantic history, she's now loaded, but they went, fuck it, we're going to give you another hundred grand, and we're going to do this Vegas set. Boom! Oh, so, mm. That was so, really the only ending that was possible, her in Vegas. That was the whole point of the movie, yes, yes, going to yes. Vegas. Yes, so Cassandra had to sing this song about ten times. As she's got a hundred and odd fever. Could you imagine that? She's wearing that fucking outfit that's barely covering her. Right. And I'm going, uh, oh my God. So she did a it. fantastic job considering all of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was a vital message for the dark. Great one-liners, cheesy as all fuck. And one of my favourite B-movies, awful effects, but in a great way. I mean, I just love this movie. It's just, <laughs> that's, what do you think about this thing? <laughs> Um, uh, it was, it, it was quintessential Elvira. You know, the jokes were cheesy. There's a lot of puns going on mm. and just, just the right amount of, uh, just cheese, but not too cheesy. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, if you go too cheesy, it's like you're make, trying to make a cheesy movie. Um, yes. But this is just the right amount that it doesn't look like they were trying to make a bad movie, but it's kind of a B movie anyway. Mm-hmm. And I liked mm-hmm. it. It was really good because of that. Yes. And it was yes. funny. There were so many funny lines. Yes. Yeah. I was just about 100 and God knows how many times I've seen this thing. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the sequel, which uh, was 2002, the, the Haunted Hills, oh, yeah. which we have, have already covered, but never mind. This was not as good. Yes. This one is definitely better than Haunted Hills. Yes. Haunted Hills had maybe two jokes that worked. This thing has about 20 jokes that worked. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Let's go to this thing. One is crap and five is solid gold. Again, I'm going to give my podcast 10 out of five. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Um, I would give it a four. I think this is very one of those very rewatchable movies. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. one that you want to just watch once. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So let's wrap this thing up then. Our next podcast will be be, uh, be Hobgoblins Two, which is a slice of I think that was ninety nine. It came out in two thousand five. I think it was. Mm. Anyway, so you can follow us on Twitter at Two Geeks Pod. You can follow myself on Twitter at Here's Johnny Seventy Nine. You can follow Spike at Spike Warden one. <laughs> I won't spell no. it out like I usually do. It's just Spike <laughs> Warden one. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, I want to thank you for for doing this, Phil, because I think Juan is still sick. Um, uh, let me see. So all I can say to wrap the thing up is unpleasant dreams, darlings. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. 